Are you an accredited investor looking for a new opportunity to generate passive income and build the retirement of your dreams? Then elevate your investment game with Viking Capital, where wealth meets wisdom. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting out, Viking Capital can help guide you towards financial freedom through passive real estate investing. With strong and transparent underwriting, Viking identifies low-risk opportunities with the goal of preserving investor capital and maximizing long-term growth potential. And their accessible and responsive investor relations team will help you understand how each investment will impact your unique financial goals. With $800 million in assets acquired, more than $230 million in equity raised, and more than 5,000 units under management, Viking Capital is your path to early retirement. To learn about Viking Capital's latest investment opportunity, which is available for you right now, visit go.vikingcapllc.com forward slash best. That's go.vikingcapllc.com forward slash best to get started today. Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, Promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. They don't want to do real estate. Some do. Some people love getting their hands dirty, but most doctors just want to practice medicine, but they want to practice medicine on their own terms. And I think that passive real estate is a great way to do that. Welcome to the Best Ever Show, the world's longest running daily commercial real estate podcast. Our hosts interview commercial real estate experts every day to get you the best advice ever with none of the fluffy stuff. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Slocum Reed and I'm here with Pranay Parikh. Pranay is joining us from Los Angeles. He is president of Ascent Equity Group, which focuses on helping healthcare professionals invest in multifamily syndications. On the JV side of things, Pranay is in ownership of $58 million in commercial real estate across four properties, and his fund is an LP in over a billion dollars in investments. Pranay, can you start us off with a little bit more about your background and what you're currently focused on? Yeah, so I am a medical doctor. I graduated a couple of years ago and was doing medicine for a while and thought about how do I want to grow the money that I'm making? I had worked a lot, but now I was finally making a decent paycheck and I wanted to see it grow. My parents had owned some real estate and I bought a four unit basically right out of school and was planning on just buying one a year. 
But after my first one, I realized I got super lucky. The next one took forever to buy. And I realized I could have just spent that time working more and investing passively. So now I invest 100% passively and help other doctors and dentists and other healthcare professionals do the same. Nice. I know several medical professionals, doctors in Cincinnati who do the exact same thing. They buy a four family to try it out or they house hack a small multifamily in a really nice part of town. And the plan is buy one a year. And they run into a lot of hurdles and headaches because when they buy their first four family, they plan to self-manage, but also they have a profession that doesn't allow them much time flexibility. So they don't really have anyone else on call for their property, but also they don't want to pay management fees. And also, at least in Cincinnati, it's difficult to find really high quality property manager who wants to take on just one affordable four family. So they're kind of stuck anyways, and they get into that grind. Brene, sorry for the brief pause there. I just realized I misquoted your bio. Within your joint ventures, it's $58 million in equity with over $200 million in assets under management. Where I was going with my previous thought was that I know a lot of people, especially in various medical fields, but also in other high income earning positions who also want to become real estate investors. And one of the first calculations that I try to offer is the money value of time. A lot of people talk about the time value of money. For those of you who are not watching on YouTube, Pranay is nodding right now. I have a friend who is a business partner who planned originally to be an active co-joint, co-active partner with me on a 24 unit that we bought together to reposition, except he's also a medical professional and has the capacity to make $200 an hour acting as a medical professional. So when he had to balance, do I make $200 an hour doing what I'm already really good at? Or do I deal with contractors and lumber and paint and three-day notices with Slocum? I should probably be sitting in my office right now. So we hired me to do the management because it wasn't a good use of his time to be doing some of the things that I was developing skills and systems and a team to do. I have that conversation often enough that I'm bringing it up now with you. I believe you probably have that conversation more often than I do now that you're often in conversation with medical professionals who have the ability to earn strong incomes, doing something that hopefully they're passionate about, but also very skilled in and then find well levered, well automated ways to invest their capital the way that you're talking about. Am I just giving your sales pitch for you right now? (laughs) (laughs) Totally, totally. And I love that you talked about the money value of time because I think that's something we ignore. Anything you do has a value. Anything, let's say I value fun and it's $1,000 an hour. So that always wins, right? But time with family, all that stuff. But any work you do, If you're getting paid $20 an hour, $40 an hour, $100 an hour, you should be letting someone else do that. But not only that, you have the expertise to do it better. So our business model, we don't do the real estate. Someone like you have more hands-on experience than we do. But from what we've learned over the past decade of doing this, we have learned how to manage the manager. And that's kind of what we do. I tell people that I somehow found an 
active way to do passive real estate. And we're on the phone with property management every week. And actually some of the sponsors we work with, they had to set up a system to do that every week because they don't talk to property management that often. But we think it's important. Anytime there's more than $1,000 spent, we want to know why. And we always compare that to pro forma. So we're really making sure that the sponsor, the operator is doing what they say they're doing and really trying to maximize the profit for our investor. And I can tell you that takes a lot of work. And the only way we're able to do that, and that's why we do relatively larger deals, 30 to 50 million, because then we have economies of scale. Tell me more about that. How is it that you vet sponsors and how is it that you vet deals? So by far, the most important thing is to vet the sponsor, right? So if you put LeBron on a basketball team, it's probably going to get to the final, at least the playoffs, maybe the finals, right? It doesn't matter what the team is. So we look at first track record. Have they been through a recession? Have they been working together? And that's important. Have they been working together for at least five years, if not 10 years? A lot of people will like to say, oh yeah, I used to work for BCE or I used to work for these other companies, but I want to make sure that the team has worked together and they're fluid, right? So track record, talking to them, there's nothing that beats seeing them face-to-face. Fortunately, living in LA, there's a lot of real estate companies that are out here. So I go meet them. We go walk the properties. We go walk their old properties. And I'm an LP investor. I don't do any of this for my own investments. It's too much work for a 50,000 investment, 100,000, right? When we're investing 13 to $15 million per deal, it makes sense to do that. So track record, reputation, and it's a really small world in real estate. You'd be surprised. So just talking to other people and almost all of our sponsors that we work with, the operators, are referrals. Referrals from other people that work with us or our law firm or our accounting firm. So reputation and track record and just meeting them in person, right? You meet enough people because when you look at Dex, when you look at any of their webinars, of course, it's going to look good. They spend thousands of dollars making that look good, but it's hard to look at the numbers, to look at their old properties and find out what's going on. So that's it for the sponsor. And that takes a couple months. So we don't rush into a deal right away. And we have a handful of sponsors that we work with, but even within them, we only pick maybe one out of 20 deals, one out of 10, and we're able to cherry pick the deals that we think are the best. You know, they're successful, but we want to find the right fit for our investors. So we pick a small percentage of their deals and we're able to do that because we bring all the equity. But not only that, we have a ton of vendor relations. So for example, Our last deal was a loan assumption and we brought preferred equity to the group and it was our recommendation. We have what a lot of people have told us is the best asset manager in the game. He saved us hundreds of thousands of dollars. Usually allocators like us don't have their own asset management, but we really believe in managing the manager. So we are very selective with the deals we look at. We underwrite them all from scratch and we have our asset manager look at it as well. So it's definitely a ton more work than I do when I'm an LP. When I'm an LP, I'm like, ah, that's pretty good. Let me put in my money. But when you take care of other people's money, we are very careful who we work with and what we do. Pranay, you were talking about economies of scale and economies of scale, of course, investing 13 to $15 million at a time makes a lot more sense to go through that underwriting and have your own asset manager with the size of the investments that you're making. 
You also said you look at deals worth 30 million plus. Mm -hmm. So on some of the smaller end of those deals, if you're bringing 13 to 15 million, that could be all or almost all of the capital required. Staying on that economies of scale conversation, do you gain leverage with the operators, the sponsors that you work with, given how much of the required capital your fund is individually bringing? Great point. And we bring 90 to 97.5% of the equity. So pretty much everything other than the skin in the game. So that gives us a lot of opportunity. And the reason we do joint ventures is we get major decision rights. So we can decide pretty much anything. Leverage, we can decide the name of the property. So we have the same and actually the same lawyer as Goldman Sachs. So we're able to really have institutional level oversight over these properties. And some of the properties we go to every other week. We are really on there to make sure the business plan is getting taken care of. We have investor overrides for decisions, buy-sell rights. We have all of that. And the reason that we're allowed to have that is because we bring so much equity. And the reason that we want that is we really want the power to make sure that our investor is taken care of. We'll get back to the show with first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. It's no secret that everyone is trying to find the recession-proof investment right now. What if you could invest in one of the most recession-resilient asset classes of the last 25 years with one of the best teams in the U.S.? Self-storage is that asset class, and Reliant Real Estate Management is that team. Reliant Real Estate Management is the 17th largest storage operator. They have sold over $1 billion in self-storage assets and have lost no investor principal with the average project-level IRR of 33% in the last three years. Right now, you can be one of the first to invest in their next fund at ReliantFund4.com. Fund 4 is a $100 million equity fund with seven properties already identified to close before the end of 2022. If you're an accredited investor, visit ReliantFund4.com to download the investment summary and schedule a call with Reliant's experience team. That's ReliantFund4.com, R-E-L-I-A-N-T-F-U-N-D-F-O-U-R.com. I'd like to introduce you to my good friends over at PassiveInvesting.com, a private equity real estate firm based out of the Carolinas. PassiveInvesting.com makes it easy for you to start investing in real estate. They focus on acquiring institutional quality apartments and self-storage facilities with private accredited investor funds. They also have a real estate debt fund that offers hard money loans to local fix and flippers across the U.S., which currently has a 0% default rate. With a portfolio of over $700 million in assets and controlling over $250 million in equity, they know how to secure the best deals and how to avoid the red flags. If you are interested in learning more, please reach out directly to PassiveInvesting.com and request the free Passive investor guide that outlines the seven red flags for passive apartment and self-storage investing. Visit PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags to download that PDF now. That's PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags. The rights to make major decisions from the people who are investing with you. That sounds great. From the operator perspective, one of the reasons in a recent interview, I had a conversation about why to syndicate as opposed to doing a joint venture. And one of the big reasons as an active investor to do syndication is that it keeps you being the expert, or let's say it's me, a hypothetical world where I'm sponsoring a deal that you're interested in investing in. I'm the active partner. Mm -hmm. Instead of JVing 
and bringing in other active partners with their capital. I choose a syndicate. And one of the reasons to do it is because I have the expertise in this asset class in this market. Let's say it's a neighborhood in Cincinnati and it's a property very similar to properties I already own and manage. As an active operator, I'm not looking to give a lot of control over to my limited partners. In fact, that's one of the reasons I want to structure this deal that I've found as a syndication. Pranay, in this hypothetical world, but also generally speaking, why should I be working with a firm like Ascent to raise the capital for my deals when you're taking some of the control off of the table? Yeah, control and the money, right? So there's remote sharing and all that stuff. That's a great point. What am I bringing to the table? So of course, 97.5% of the equity, right? But this kind of goes back on what we talked about earlier, relationships, right? And we have worked with a lot of sponsors and not everyone is allowed to do this. But we have shown that we provide more value than we take. And that value is if the property is doing well, I'm not going to change a thing. And 99.9% of the time, I'm not changing a thing. But other than that, I'm bringing not just the money, because a lot of times you could go to crowdfunding, you could go to all this other stuff to bring you the money. But we have our own vendor list. One of our operators went to a new market and we gave them all our vendors and they're using all of them. Like I said, we had preferred equity, we have relationships with banks and we have asset management. So we're providing a real partnership and it's not just someone that's giving you a check and wants to take control. So we have those Major decision rights are mostly in case things go wrong. And we have done so much research and due diligence on the front end that we would trust you to do everything right. So those rights are only executed when things are going poorly. And chances are they won't. It's a very small percentage, but it's there to protect our investors. We're not backseat drivers. We only partner with people who we trust explicitly to do the real estate themselves. So we rarely make decisions every once in a while. People will come up and say, hey, what kind of leverage do you think your investors would like? What kind of terms? That kind of stuff, we put our input. And sometimes they ask us about branding because that's kind of what we do, marketing and stuff. But everything else, they run the show. So they're able to get this large check where they don't have to worry about talking to investors. They don't have to worry about K-1s. They don't have to worry about any of that stuff. We take care of it all. And not just that, we provide a high-level bespoke experience. So we work with sponsors that literally have billions of dollars assets under management, and they choose to work with us because we provide a high-quality experience. Because say you work with anyone, if you work with someone who's not doing anything, they don't do any major decision rights, or they're not taking part of the promote, you don't necessarily know what kind of experience that they're providing your investors. Because it doesn't matter who it is, it's still going to reflect on you. So we pride ourselves on really the highest level of experience so that people will be, I've worked with best ever. They're great. Their customer service is amazing. Actually, funny story. We have a phone number and I'd say nine times out of 10, I pick out the phone when someone calls and people are so surprised. They're like, oh, I thought I was going to get an associate or something. I thought, no. We pride ourselves in being available and talking to people, providing them the comfort because as a doctor, you don't really know real estate and you're giving pretty large chunks of money. Our minimums are usually 50,000. So that's a lot of money. I don't care who you are. 
even if you're a doctor, it has a lot of money. So it's nice to have that experience where you're talking to someone. A lot of times people will say, oh, hey, yeah, I already wired 100,000, but I just wanted to talk to someone. Happy to do that. We're happy to provide any comfort because it's not just a great investment that we want to provide. We want to provide sake of mind so that you can rest easily knowing that your money is in good hands. That makes sense. Pranay, um, you talked just now about how most of your decision-making power only comes into effect when a deal is going poorly. Give us an example of a time when that happened. You know, fortunately, it hasn't happened yet. We haven't had to take over control. We have rights to remove the manager in case it has to. But it's all doomsday scenarios. But that's when you want the power. We have had to set things up where they weren't doing uh, weekly property management phone calls or they didn't have a system for us to go look at the property every two weeks. We wanted the property managers to be with there because it was a property that we just needed a little bit more work. They had to move things around and we're like, yeah, this is our right to do it. And it benefits them. We never want to do something for the sake of doing, but getting on the phone with property management every week, that's a benefit for us. And I feel that at at most points, having a couple more eyes on the finances, on the lease ups and stuff helps. Of course, if you're too much, that's a hindrance, but especially some people that have 10, 20, we work with this one sponsor, they have 70 active properties right now. So having us spend a little extra time on the handful that we have with them, it's a net positive for everyone. Nice. Well, Pranay, are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Yeah, definitely. Awesome. What is the best ever book you've recently read? I've listened to a lot of podcasts of yours, so I got this one. And it's a little bit different than probably most of your other people have recommended. It's called Farewell Godspeed, and it collects the greatest eulogies of all time. So it just gives you perspective. And I find that a lot of times we lose perspective and we get so stuck in whatever we're doing and get kind of tunnel vision. So hearing what other people have done in their lives and the thoughts that other people have, it kind of reminds you what's important and what is isn't. That's cool. What is your best ever way to give back? So my wife and I, we adopted our dog from a shelter and we love to do any type of charity that really gives and supports animals. Nice. Thus far in your capital raising for commercial real estate investments, Renee, what's the biggest mistake that you've made? And what is the best ever lesson that you've learned as a result? So in the beginning, we had a fund administrator and that's what everyone was using. They had billions of dollars assets under management and they just sucked. They were horrible. Oh yeah. Yeah. And for every one phone call that they took care of, we had to manage three or four. And we were worried about taking everything in house. We're all doctors, but to give people the experience and the level of attention that we want them to have, we had to do that. So it was very painful. We lost all the money because it was the upfront fee for each of our deals. So we had to eat it and we ate it from our own cash, not from the deal. But we thought we move everyone and now we take care of all the asset management and the administration ourselves. So try to control what you can and just be careful. Even if something is used and industry standard and used by a ton of people, you know, you have no idea what the quality is going to be. That's helpful for sure. Renee, what's your best ever advice? I want people to really think about 
what you want to do and where you want to be. I got into real estate because I wanted a good investment vehicle. I didn't want to be a real estate tycoon, but I kind of fell into that a little bit. And I wasted hundreds of hours buying my own real estate when I really just wanted a good investment vehicle. And honestly, if someone had created a cent equity group before I did, I would have probably just invested and not created it. But I think having an idea with what you want in your investments, do you want a hobby? Because active real estate, it's a great way to have fun, but it is a hobby. It's a second job. And I find that 80 to 90% of doctors don't want that. They don't want to do real estate. Some do. Some people love getting their hands dirty, but most doctors just want to practice medicine, but they want to practice medicine on their own terms. And I think that passive real estate is a great way to do that. Where can people get in touch with you? I'm very easy to get a hold of Pranay at Ascent Equity Group. Dot com. There's ascentequitygroup.com, which is our main website. You can sign up for our newsletter. And then I also have a podcast. It's for doctors that want to be entrepreneurs. It's called From MD to Entrepreneur Podcast. Awesome. Brene, thank you. Best ever listeners, thank you as well for tuning in. If you've gained value from this episode, please do subscribe to our show. Leave us a five-star review and share this episode with a friend who you think would gain value from our conversation with about having control, having leverage as a passive investor in real estate syndication. Thank you and have a best ever day. Thank you so much.